What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Marketing Nomad Show. It's your favorite marketer and podcast host. My name is Prit. Welcome to episode number 58, where we're going to be talking about seven different ways to repurpose your content. An overview of what you can expect from today's episode is first off, we're going to talk about what exactly is repurposing and why is it so important for you to repurpose your content for your business. And then we're going to get into seven different ways that I do have for you to repurpose your content. And then we're going to summarize the entire episode. Now, For this episode, I also do have a content repurposing worksheet for you so that you can actually implement this entire episode for your business. So if you'd like to access that worksheet, don't forget to click the link in the description box and then that will take you to your download. Okay, now that we're done with that, let's first talk about what exactly is repurposing. Now, I'm pretty sure that at this point, you are creating content for different social media platforms, right? And at this point, I know that you're probably looking at me and you're wondering, okay, Prit, I have been doing this for quite some time and I have not heard about this term called repurposing. What exactly is it? And I'm here to tell you that your existing content, whatever you have created up until now, can actually be made into different types of content. For example, if you've written a blog post, maybe there are a few phrases that you can pick out and kind of make it into quotes. So one entire blog post can probably give you about three to four quote posts. So that's actually you repurposing your blog post into another form of content. So that exactly is what repurposing is all about. There are a couple of advantages to repurposing One, it definitely saves you a ton of time. I mean, come on, you did take a lot of time to write that blog post and instead of looking for new ideas or more content or researching, all of those things, those things do take a lot of time. So instead of doing all of that, what you're actually doing is whatever the time that you've spent on your blog post, you're actually going to be spreading them out into five pieces of content because you can get four different quotes from the very same blog post. So it definitely saves you time. Number two, you have to understand that different consumers or your target audience for that matter, they have different ways of consuming content. Let's take you for example, okay? First off, you might be used to podcast episodes like the one that I have. Okay, mine are usually about 20 to 25 minutes. However, there are podcasts which have 50 to one hour long podcast episodes. So those already are two types of content. Not just that, you might be more leaning towards carousels versus reels, or you might like those simple snippets of one minute videos that you see on Instagram. So there are different forms of content and each person in your entire target audience might have their own preference. So what you're actually doing essentially over here is that you are catering to however different the means of consumption uh, might be for your audience. So if one person prefers reels, you're giving reels. If one person prefers blog posts, you're giving them blog posts. However, while you're catering to these different preferences, you are still saving time because it's essentially the same content, but just in different kinds of or different types of variations okay now the third one is to remind people or reinforce the content that you are putting out 
For example, you've put it out as a blog post, you've taken quotes out of it, or you've created a carousel. So when people read your blog post, and then again, maybe they stumble upon your carousel, maybe two or three months later, at least they're not reading the same blog post again. You get what I mean? They're reading it in a different form, so it doesn't look like it's the same content, but at the same time, you are reinforcing your content right to their minds, okay? And the fourth one, and probably my favorite advantage when it comes to repurposing content, and that is it helps you beat your writer's block, okay? I can't tell you the number of times I have literally held out my book, you know, where I write my scripts for content and stuff like that. And I'm like, I have no idea what to write. I am lost. And basically what this does is when you are repurposing your content, you're essentially giving yourself more content, regardless of whether it is the same content, because there are different ways that you can put it. Even if you are taking a blog post and making it into a carousel, that is still a little bit of content creation that goes into the process. But at least you are not investing time to come up with a new idea entirely, okay? So for me, possibly that's the best reason why I love repurposing content. And I'm pretty sure that after listening to the advantages of repurposing your content, you're definitely on board to repurpose your content as well. So now let's get into the seven different ways that I do have for you on what you can do to repurpose your existing content, okay? Now the first one is of course your blog post. Let's take your blog post and what you're gonna do is you're going to extract certain parts of it and make it into videos. Like for example, you have a blog post that says five tips to grow your Instagram business page. Now what you essentially are gonna do is you're gonna take one tip and make it into a video, okay? And that video could be 30 seconds, it could be 59 seconds, whatever it is, you are still extracting that information from the blog post and making it into five different videos, okay? So that is number one for you. Convert your blog post into mini videos. And not just that, you could even convert your entire blog post into one whole video. That works as well, okay? Maybe there are some people who prefer to read it. There are some people who prefer to actually watch the video and kind of gain their tips that way. There are different ways to go about this, and this is one of them, okay? The second one that I do have for you is to repost your old posts. And not just that, kind of freshen it up a little bit. Maybe change your branding a little bit in terms of like switch your colors. For example, if you have two primary colors, maybe in my case, it's teal and it's yellow. Maybe when you first posted it, you posted, I posted it in yellow because of course it's my brand. And maybe when I repost it, maybe I wanna switch up the colors. Maybe I wanna post it in teal. So it looks different, but it is actually the same kind of content. And I don't mean that you have to post it immediately, like within a week or two. I'm saying three months later, you can repost it. There's nothing wrong with that. And to be honest, this is something that I'm doing with my reels as well. Some of my older reels, I'm actually reposting them. And what this does is, first off, especially the ones that did perform back then, I'm just reposting them so that I can remind people that, hey, this content exists, these are the tips that I do have for you, you can implement this, and all of those things. And not just that, 
there might be new followers that I have you know attained over the period of three months right so they most likely are not going to be viewing some of my much older content by reposting what I'm actually doing is I'm giving my new followers an opportunity to view my old content and if you're I mean, I also did have this thought saying, oh my God, am I going to be bothering my customers or my audience with old content? But here's the thing, people forget, okay? It, it happens. And not just that, sometimes they do want to be reminded, you know? Sometimes it might not be that they completely forget. It might be at the back of their mind, but by you reinforcing it or just putting it out there again, freshening it up, it really helps them to get reminded and implement whatever it is that you are teaching them or whatever valuable content you want to put across whether it is entertainment or whether it is something about your business as well and from an seo point let me tell you especially when it comes to blog posts if you make minor edits to your old blog posts you make a few changes here and there it automatically updates the date to your current date Okay, and this is super important. If you're multitasking, I want you to drop whatever it is you're doing and kind of give me all your attention because this is super, super key, especially when it comes to blog posts. Okay, so when you refresh your old blog post, it automatically updates the date to the current date. And especially when it comes to Google research results, your blog posts that have the latest dates are going to show up much more uh, you know, within the first few pages than if your blog posts were never updated and had an old date, okay? So in terms of SEO and showing up in the first few pages of Google, just refreshing your old blog posts can make a huge difference for whatever content you are putting it out there because all said and done, you want your content to be attracting people, right? And you're not gonna be attracting people if you're not gonna show up in the first few pages of Google, right? So as much as possible, you wanna kind of optimize and push your chances of showing up. So that was number two for you. Number three is, you know, for example, you have long videos, you have your webinars that you've been conducting with other industry leaders or even within the team members of your own company, or you have your long blog posts, what I recommend you can do is take out quotes from that one or two lines that really have that impact and that powerful feeling to give to your audience. Extract all of those and create posts from it. From a long video, from webinars, from blog posts, you can at least get two or three and those are two or three more content pieces that you don't have to worry about, okay? So that was number three. Now, number four is actually a really unique idea, and I personally really like this, is, and that is to figure out how you're going to create an audio version of your video or your blog. So for a video, it's going to be super, super easy, right? All you have to do is take your video and then extract the audio file, and there you go. You have the audio version. You can put it on a podcast, maybe start a podcast of your own where you're just extracting your video's audio files. You can also keep it on Instagram. And what I personally would recommend at this point is when you're putting the audio file, maybe you want to kind of involve some graphics along with that if you'd like instead of a video of you talking. So it's different, you know, even though it's a video format, it's still different because 
one of it maybe has one of your team members or you speaking to the camera. Another version of the audio file can be just plain infographics so that it helps them to understand the audio better, okay? So audio versions of your video. And for your blog post, what you can do is either just read out your blog post and add in those pauses, add in the expressions and all of those things to make it a very nice and engaging audio version. Or you can use your blog post as a script and kind of do like an audio version of the entire blog post, but in a more colloquial way. Even that works really, really well as well. Now, the fifth one that I do have for you is from your videos and your blogs, extract carousel posts from that. So what you would actually be doing is, for example, you have five tips or you have five strategies on your blog posts or in your videos. What you will do is create a carousel post and make you know it as like a five strategy and then seven different slides where people can just scroll through and it just has key points from your blog post or your video so it's basically like highlights of your entire blog post or video what you can also do at this point is maybe if you have a blog post of 10 tips maybe post three of them and say to view more, you can always go check out the blog post and then put the link in your description or even just put the link down. So what it does is it gives a preview to your audience for the blog post or the video that you do have coming up. Okay, now number six is extracting infographics from your blog post or your videos. Now, there are multiple templates on Canva, so all you have to do is head over to www.canva.com and, you know, from the free version as well, you will get templates. And of course, if you have the pro version, you will have access to more templates. I do have an affiliate link for Canva in the description box below if you are interested. But yes, for the most part, you will get templates for the free version as well. So all you have to do is go to Canva, check out infographic, get a template and start inputting your blog post data or your video data into your infographic on Canva. And it's as simple as that. It doesn't even have to take you too much time because the template is already there. It exists already. Okay. So it's just about switching the content, which is super, super easy because you already do have the content in the form of your blog post or your video okay so that was number six for you number seven is converting all your existing content into reels now it's been one year since reels came about but i'm pretty sure that if you have been creating content on different platforms or even previously to the one year of reels then i'm sure that you have tons and tons and tons of content that you can just make into 60 second videos. And I know that I said reels, but you can even post it on TikTok. You can even post it as a YouTube short as well. 60 seconds or 30 seconds, it, either it can be you talking to the camera, it could be you creating some sort of graphic material that you can put in your reels with an audio. So many different ways that you can go about this. It doesn't always have to be you showing your face, or you as a business owner, you know, being in front of the camera. It can be so many different ways, but 
The most important thing at this point is to convert your existing content into tiny bits of content. So 30 second videos or 60 second videos, not more than that. And that will really help you. There's so many different platforms that do accept those shorter versions of content and people are looking for content like that at this point as well. So that would definitely be super, super helpful for you. Now, those were my seven ones. I'll just refresh your memory and kind of tell you one to seven really quickly. The first one that I mentioned was a blog post to a long form video or shorter bits of video to kind of take on each part of the blog post. The second one that I do have for you is to repost your old post, kind of freshen it up, add in new information that might have come to light and just make it new even though it is an old post. Number three is quotes from your long videos, your webinars, your blog posts. Number four is audio versions of your videos or your blog posts. Number five are carousel posts that you have extracted from your videos, your blogs. Basically, they would be highlights for your videos or your blogs as well. Number six is convert your blog posts or your videos into infographics. And of course, you can get templates on canva.com. And lastly, that I do have for you is existing content into really, really short form videos. And that would be like 15 second videos, 30 second videos, or to the maximum 60 second videos. Now, just to summarize this entire episode, drafting a content strategy for your business, it really shouldn't be difficult, okay? Because I know that as a business owner, this can get to you, it can get really overwhelming because there are content pieces that you have to keep churning out, but repurposing is really a way where you can save a lot of time You don't have to be running out of content ideas because you already have those content ideas. It's just repurposing them into different types of content so that they can be consumed differently by different segments of your target audience, okay? And I know that as a business owner, I definitely fear running out of content ideas. Um, I even have nightmares about this where I've woken up and I'm like, what if I don't have content ideas for the next month? And, you know, this is just a way to keep yourself calm saying, you know, it's okay if I don't get any new content ideas. There are old ones that I can repurpose. There are ways that I can go about this until the time that I get new content ideas and uh, get over my content block. So it's more so, yes, I know that I did make a joke about writer's block and saving time and all of that, but... I think for me, fundamentally, repurposing my content is more about me maximizing the impact of the content that I have created because I know that my content is really powerful, but I also do know that maybe the first time around, people are not extracting 100% of it. And it's quite natural, it's human tendency, right? But the more times I put it in different formats, maybe the, you know, the essence of it is extracted even more better as I repurpose the content. So I think for me, it's more so to do with maximizing the impact of my content because I know the amount of time that I have invested in my content, whether it is one content, that individual piece of content, I know the time and effort that goes into it. So as much as possible, I want to make sure that I'm maximizing that effort that I'm putting in into different ways and different kind of methods that people can consume it. All right. 
So yes, I do have a content repurposing worksheet for you. It's in the description box. You can download it and it can basically help you navigate through your repurposing journey. And I will end this episode right over here. If you do need help with your business, I am offering one-on-one -on -one marketing strategy consultations at the moment. And I am offering Instagram audits at the moment as well. So if you're kind of lost about how to grow your business on Instagram, I am doing Instagram audits. And of course, if you need help with implementing marketing strategies or even just creating marketing strategies for your business, that service is available as well. So both of them are in the description box below. Feel free to click on them and uh, follow the steps and I will be there to help you. And that's a wrap for this episode. I will catch you in my next podcast episode. Goodbye.